Alright, how to write a novel. Week three, almost done. So I didn't get a ton of work done today because uh, I like this actually. My friend Vince, who I went to his birthday thing last week, basically has two birthday things. Instead of trying to wrangle all your friends, because you know, it's fucking a pain in the ass to be the uh, party wrangling guy, he's just having two parties. One last week, one this week. And I went to both, because fuck it. And we went to a bowling alley, and it was like... I feel like you could write a story that takes place in a bowling alley. It's a surprisingly happening place in 2018, more so than I expected. You could do something like Adventureland or Clerks, you know, just like a, a movie, a story about people that work at a place. Could start slow in the day when it's just the fucking old people bowling. And then later in the day, the lights get low, the music gets not cool but cooler <laughs> still way out of date little screens come down that show videos you get like strobe light bullshit and it's kind of like being at a bar or like some small town tavern type shit but just a shade nerdier because it's a goddamn bowling alley but there's still like these are the cooler people these are the less cool people this is the guy on the date with the girlfriend that's a little out of his league but her eyes are looking around she's wondering what's going on you could totally get in a fight over somebody easy at the bowling alley <laughs> then we went to a casino and man i didn't even know there was a casino in burnaby it's huge it's this big ass casino i felt like i was in the movie go which is a fucking great movie if you've never seen it i also felt a bit like i was in sleeping dogs or Yakuza because uh, Vancouver's got a huge Asian population so a lot of solemn Asian gamblers and man nobody has fun gambling I know I'm not uh, mentioning anything people don't already know but these fucking lifetime gamblers are just drudgery man <laughs> and I can see why it was fun for like an hour and then it's like what is this place what if I came here all the time what would my life be what the fuck is this and man, I got super lucky, like I wasn't gonna spend any money at the casino because I've only been to a couple casinos in my time, in like Halifax and Amsterdam. I never understand what the fuck's going on and my money just disappears and it's not fun because there's no skill, man. It's not like a video game. It's not like you're playing Space Invaders and then you win money. But we were there long enough and uh, all of Vince's friends won money. Everybody did. <laughs> like one guy won, his brother won like $360. His friend won like 70. His girlfriend won 90. Everyone was doing great. And I think the trick is everybody cashed out, which is really, I can understand how tough that must be. Cause uh, we were there long enough that I was like, man, everyone is winning. This seems fun, let's do it. So I put in 10 bucks, lost it. Put in five bucks, lost it. And then on that last 10 bucks, I won $85. But then uh, Vince was ready to go. Or I, I would have just played away a lot of that, I'm sure, because I just kept playing. I played it down to 80, and then he's like, hey, we're going. I'm like, okay, good, <laughs> good. I'll cash out and get my 80. So it all worked out. But I totally would have just kept spending quite a good chunk of that. There's uh, that graffiti artist, uh, David Cho, is that his name? He's like super rich and he's an interesting case because he like got all his money from he did uh, graffiti art for the original offices for Facebook and he got all this Facebook stock but it turns out he was rich already from gambling he was like a pro gambler 
And one of the things he did was he hired a guy, like a hired goon, to make him leave. Like if he lost or won a certain amount in a day, either way, this guy would make him leave because without that, you just, you won't leave. That's, that's the whole point. People are just so easy to manipulate and I can understand it totally. I mean, I'm just staring at this thing and I don't understand it. It's just like a little slot machine thing. I don't even know what's happening. I don't know why I'm winning or losing. But I would have just kept going. It's like, hey, I won. Why not keep trying? I'll win some more. Like, why not? But anyway, I got lucky. It all timed out good. I won right at the end, right as everyone was leaving. So that was cool. And yeah, writing-wise, let's just burn through this because I'm fucking wiped today. Uh, the famous chapter 13 that I keep talking about, that I, I'm done chapter 13. Oh, I'm not done chapter 13. I really thought I was done, but it really is just this wistful downbeat ending to the chapter, which I think I did that a couple of times earlier in the book. We'll have to see, but I'm deep enough in the book now, that's not going to cut it. That's not fun. Like, it's fine to write a book about alienation and feelings of vague disassociative sadness, but that can't be the point. That can't be the end of a chapter. <laughs> you know? So instead I came up with this idea that she skipped doing her like exercise that she does every day. So she's like, fuck it, I'm going to go do the exercise. And when she goes there, one of the other members of her species, see previous episodes for details, is there. And she's like, you know what, I'm just going to stay here, sort of behind, waiting. So when he finishes, if he walks away from me, that's fine. But if he walks toward me, fuck it, I'm going to talk to this guy. I'm finally going to talk to him. And he walks away, so she doesn't talk to him. But she's starting to crack starting to crack under the pressure and that's going to be the new ending which I sorted out in point form and did not write but I'll do that tomorrow all right so that's enough let's listen to uh milk teeth today owning your okayness just a fun fun little song fun little song for a fun little day fuck yeah see you tomorrow Show up at my front door